0: bet 365 sponsors our podcast and they feature over 300,000 sporting events on their betting app it's got everything you need to bet on sports. The new season has begun and Bet365 are offering a wide range of markets including first, last or anytime goal scorers with over 45 million members it's the world's favourite online betting company with the Bet365 bet builder you can combine match results, players to score, number of goals and more to create your own personalised bet and if you can't watch the games live with bet 365's match live feature you can follow every moment through live graphics and text bet 365 is the world's favorite online sports betting company the app can be downloaded from google play and apple app store over 18s only please gamble responsibly <laughs> Remember at the start of the transfer window, where the discussion was around what areas of the squad City needed to revamp and whether it needed an overhaul to catch Liverpool. It's only a few weeks ago, but it feels like a lifetime ago, because now all we're thinking about is, sod the rest of the team, let's go and get Lionel Messi. You're listening to Why Always Us, the Athletics Manchester City podcast. I'm David Mooney, with me is Sam Lee.
1: Yeah, hello, and it sounds like a good idea, by the way.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're all up for that, aren't we, I guess?
1: (laughs) Well, I think so, anyway. Well, it's not a majority opinion. Um, looking at stuff over the weekend, but we'll, we'll get to that.
0: Oh, we'll get into that then in that case. Uh, well, right now we're offering listeners of this show the opportunity to try out The Athletic for free. You can enjoy all of our great writing on Manchester City, including a recent mailbag article on Lionel Messi, where Sam answered all of your questions on the potential signing of the world's greatest player, in our opinion. Go to theathletic.com forward slash Man City pod to sign up for a 30-day free trial. That's theathletic.com forward slash Man City pod. And Sam, uh, we're going to get into that, I think, now, really. There's, there's not a lot else to talk about with City at the moment yeah. the, the headline news is messy uh, we've said all along if City can and they have a shot at this transfer they'll try it if Guardiola Soriano and Bigerastin aren't the bad guys then they'll try it yeah, well yeah. well, here we are
1: well yeah here we are um, here we are and who'd have thought it um, like there were there have been rumblings I can't even remember what we said on the podcast last week But what would it have been in the last two weeks Just you know, it certainly wasn't on was I, it last week Um well, not like this, obviously, but um, I can't even remember what we said. But there was, there was, I heard something not not last week, but the week before. It was that like, you know something strange is going on. Was how it was put to me, and I took that to mean big and important. And like, I, I I didn't know for sure, but obviously, knowing what we knew about Messi in the past, and we did the whole podcast on it in February and that kind of stuff. Although I'm not pretending that when we were talking about £300 million spends or whatever, I didn't have Messi at the front of my mind. On <laughs> one player. I'm not, <laughs> not going to say that, no. Well, yeah, or even, you know, because maybe, if, you know, even if we allocate the half of that, 150 to like Koulibaly and Ake and Torres, I didn't. I wasn't even thinking the other 50, 150 could be for him. But, um, yeah, so last last week I was hearing like oh, some, something strange is happening. I, and I was thinking, right, if, if this is as big and as strange as it sounds and either... I'm sure I've said this on a podcast, but I guess not. Then I, I, I was thinking either Pep go in, Pep stay in, because this was the week after Leon, or or Messi. And, and then I heard something about a meeting in Spain last week between like City and, and Messi's dad. Which on Tuesday I kind of branched out to get a bit of help on, but it turned out that didn't happen because and as cause as we know now, Jorge Messi's been in Rosario the whole time. Um, so it was kind of like okay, well that that bit wasn't true. But then yeah, on Tuesday night. Uh, uh, all the reports came out that he's he's thinking of leaving and then I was within a, i don't know 2 or 3 hours I don't know in fact maybe within an hour i think it was 2 or 3 hours later we published it able to find out that yeah all that, all that stuff we've already talked about is in play in city city are going for it uh, i suppose the best way to relate this back to the people listening is like on, even on on tuesday night and even on like wednesday during the day like morning afternoon people were still like, no, nah, no way. Like, this is all a ploy to get him out. And you know, I tweeted that. I was like, look, I'm cynical. I still think um, it's a ploy on Messi's part to get Bartomeu out and get what he wants. But, I mean, I don't I don't think that anymore. I think, like, I, I'm convinced now it is genuine. But, obviously, as I said in the middle of last week, it, it, it all depends on if he can get out of Barcelona. We still don't know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like I've I said, just- it's related to the fans. Like... Nobody was like like Tuesday, Wednesday. People were thinking, no, no chance. But I mean, it's getting more and more real, isn't it?
0: Well, i just I just want to read back to you one of your texts to me because on Tuesday night I texted you and just said, if it happens, we should probably do a a a a, a wild off the back of it as soon as we can. Yeah, uh, and and you said to me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just like like it's we don't believe this is happening right now. And on Tuesday, if you'd have asked me at that point, I'd have said no. It's like it's it's probably one of those things where I'll get myself really excited about it for the for for the for the course of the closed season, and then it'll fall apart. Nothing. nothing like two days.
1: But, but you know right I mean? now like to like give it two days and something will change. Yeah. But. but, but right now,
0: I mean, I'm, I'm fully on board the train, the, the messy train, you know, it's, this is, it's chugging into Piccadilly station
1: right now as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was. I wish it was. Um, yeah, I mean, i yeah, I'm fully on board with it. Um, I mean, just to give people an example now, and I'm not going to try and do live update on a pre-recorded podcast. Cause I did that on, on another podcast last week and it was a shambles. Um, but I mean, just to to give an idea, I mean, to be fair, people don't need an idea from me. Um, I talked about on last week's show, you know, sources and what to trust and what not to trust and not listening to new sources and stuff, especially, well, not especially, but at genuinely this specific point of the year, only listen to the, what you trust because there's so much going around. But obviously people people have known that on Tuesday night, Wednesday, bit of thursday it was something new like every 15 20 minutes like yeah. and obviously i don't know i know people listening to this will be like fully on top of that they'd have been following all the aggregators and all of that hagrid the barca Hag- aggregator who knew about this fella? <laughs> but everyone, everyone loves hagrid now with his with his moon system i'm loving that um but to give an idea so this is sunday afternoon um i left my phone at home during during <laughs> during lunchtime because I just, I just needed I think it an hour or two away. <laughs> um, and obviously at that point, it was La Liga saying the 700 million clause stands. But literally just as we're coming on air now, um, um, a radio station in Spain are going back to the story from Saturday night, which said that that clause doesn't stand. And this radio station, Onda Thero, they're saying um, they've seen the, the clause in his contract and they've basically quoted it. And basically their journalist is saying this, this 700 million Million release clause that has no effect beyond the season just gone, so they're doubling down on it, and, and like their journalists who's tweeting it out is saying like, what, what are, what are the, what are La Liga on about? Like, they did not see this clause when they said that um, he has to go for seven hundred million. So, oh, a friend of mine, I'm
0: going to leave nameless, yeah, uh, a friend okay, of mine yeah. I, who, I'm, who I'm not going to mention uh, did say it does
1: it reeks of Javier Tebas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When I saw that, I was like, well. Like he did this before with Neymar. And to be fair, I forgot it was, it was Steve McInerney I saw tweeted it. I, I just thought Tebas was like, oh yeah, well, you know, if anyone wants to buy Neymar, they have to pay the cost. But I actually forgot until Steve tweeted it. They, they'd like refused to accept the call <laughs> when PSG paid it. Or like Neymar deposited it on PSG's behalf, you know, whatever. Um, obviously by the time people listen to this, this will be old news now. But the fact that if it, it, it's flopping back and forth so much, man, it's tiring. Um, I usually, usually, what am I saying? I was going to say usually I enjoy these. I don't think I do. Um... This is mad, though, isn't it? It's,
0: this is—it's is, like writing a novel. You don't enjoy doing it; you enjoy having done it. So you enjoy that. Yeah. Like, when it's finished, you will look back at it and go, "God, that was fun." But while it's happening, it's not as—it's not as much. i i, I as, as a fan, I just want—I want a conclusion. I want Messi holding up the shirt next to bagaristan mm-hmm. and that's it. You know what I mean? I can't—I—I yeah. I, I can't be doing with the days and days and days of no. this development, that development, this development. It's really, really getting to me.
1: I know, and also from my point of view, I was pretty happy with myself on Tuesday night to be able to to put out when there was still a lot of doubt about it. I mean, obviously look, there were sources overseas saying um Messi wants out, which obviously no one was disputing the goes between Man City, PSG and Inter. And I was pretty happy with myself at that point to be able to say, look, this is what's happening. City are in. City, City are in here now. If this if this can happen, if he does leave, then he's going to city. So I was pretty pleased with myself. But since then, it's just been a bit grim because like I've said, like from my reporting point of view, because Look, there's a lot of there's a lot of information I'd like to have now. You know, I'd like to be able to say, Oh Man City will pay this amount or Man City will not pay this amount or whatever. But like I said, from Tuesday night, ultimately now the the most important thing I think as far as I'm concerned is City will you know, they will do it if he leaves. And now obviously well, we could say City are basically the only club who's gonna get him, unless like PSG go wild card or something and off like just do a Danny Alves or whatever. But since then, we, we obviously there's been little bits of information that have obviously been important. But what we what we need to know is is he going to be able to leave?
0: wouldn't it be great if every clothing store you shopped at had only your size, the styles you like and everything at the price that you want? Well, Stitch Fix is a company focused on doing just that. It's an online personal styling company that makes getting the clothes you love simple. It's a completely different way to shop and it's all about you. To get started, go to stitchfix.co.uk forward slash always to set up your profile and they'll deliver great looks personalized just for you. You won't even need to leave the house. You'll pay a £10 styling fee for each fix, which which is credited towards anything you keep. Schedule at any time with no subscription. Delivery and returns are completely free and easy, so you can always send back items that aren't right for you. Get started with Stitch Fix today by going to stitchfix.co.uk forward slash always right now and make sure you use Why Always Us to support the show. Come what may, does Messi leave here? Because even even if he's under contract, does Barcelona end up having to negotiate a transfer fee with somebody?
1: Well, I mean, so Dermot Corrigan, our Spanish football reporter at The Athletic, he did a good article at the weekend. I spoke to so many people. Obviously, I'm in all the work chats, so I, all the people in the in the article that are kind of you know a source close to you know I I, I know who these people are, um, and it's like on the outside. Like, my dad was messaging me before. He was like, What do you think is going to happen? Like, <laughs> he was like, Politically, they're not going to let him go, are they? And I was like, Now, you see, I would say the same because obviously, a lot of people talk about Barca's financial problems. And you think, Well, if they need to solve those problems, then sell Coutinho, sell Dembele, sell Griezmann if you have to. Um, obviously, the Luis Suarez situation seems to be kicking off a bit as well, where he seems to be refusing to leave unless they pay him 14 million, like a golden handshake, which is mad. But to me, it just seems like, yeah, politically, you don't want to be the president who sells Messi. There's other ways to get that money back with that squad. I mean, look, if you had to sell Frankie de Jong, people would buy him. Do you know what I mean? Like, You wouldn't want to sell one of the stars of your team. But if you meant keeping Messi, then maybe you would. Now, there were ways for Barca to, to make money out of that squad. Tess Dagan, for example. Um, but on the other side of it, it's a, it's a bit like what I was saying about the Messi story in the first place. Back in February, I was like, look, to me, I, I would have said if I had to venture an opinion. I'd have said it doesn't make sense for City to, to buy him now because he's maybe too expensive, 33 years old. They wouldn't do it. But then you get the information to the contrary and you find out that they do actually want to do that. And you go, okay, well, we'll have to go with that. And to go back to Dermot's piece, and also it's not just this article. It's it's like a, a pretty common opinion around Barcelona, you know you the club and, and the city, the, the, the fans, the socios, the, the people who know the president, you know, people who don't know the president, people who are going to run against the president, all of this. But in terms of the politics that might work in City's favour is because of this, these financial problems, it means the board won't and can't go because the Barca statutes mean that if the new board come in and discover that Barca row however many millions or they're in however many millions of debt, the new board can go after the old board, which would be Bartomeu, and everybody else, and personally hold them responsible and get the money back from them. So that's one of the reasons people are like, well, Bartomeu's never going to leave, because they're in such a bad financial position at the moment. He'd have to pay out of his own money. So that's not going to happen. So first of all, is not going to go. Um, and second of all, I think when he did the offer last week to say, I oh, will go if Messi stays... The rest of the board would have stayed, so it's like they could have just—it's
0: still his board, kind of yeah.
1: It up. Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, let's, let's let's have a listen to Dermot. He's he was speaking to Ed May on uh, the Ornstein and Chapman podcast, which has had a small rebrand recently as uh, as the Messy Cast to follow up all the uh, all the developments. This is this is Dermot speaking to Ed.
2: If, for example, um, all of the board were to resign, or if the the entire board were, were to step aside at the moment, then you would get you know independent caretaker directors who would come in. Then there will be a change in policy. That the idea is that the current board are or pressing the policies that, that they have been um doing over the last couple of years would all have to change and then Messi might be more more likely to stay because you know Messi knows well you know what what's really going on this was seen kind of as uh, as a political move maybe an empty gesture by, by Bartomeu as also and it surprised me as well while while reporting out the piece and talking to a lot of people um inside the club and around the club and people who you know who know all the personalities involved that they didn't think that the Messi was, there was any chance of him going back on, on the decision. It wasn't the case that maybe, you know, if we go back a week or two weeks or, or six months, if if Bartomeu said I will step aside, and Messi might have said, Okay, I'm willing to stay, but it's gone, gone to the stage things are so difficult. Messi is also such a stubborn character as well, we don't know. You know, Messi's such an enigma as well. We maybe don't know that much about him, but we do know that he's a guy who who is he's very stubborn and not easily budged from from something if he decides he's going to do it. So if he has made the decision that he's definitely going to go and he wants out of there, then, you know, a gesture such as Bartomeu stepping aside while, you know, his the rest of his board staying in control of the club's affairs is not going to be enough to, to change to change his mind.
0: Sam, that, that doesn't sound like Messi's likely to stay at all.
1: Yeah, exactly. This is what I mean. Um but this is, this is the difficulty of it because it doesn't sound like it. Like, I don't know, I, I I guess either common sense or cynicism or pessimism says it sounds like he will, but then this kind of stuff sounds like he won't stay. And this this is what I mean when we go right back 10 minutes ago when I said the frustra- frustrating thing is now we know City's position, we know they're ready to do it. We, we know since then we've known all the details about Pep speaking to Messi in fact, that was David Ornstein's great, great line in the, the article we did on Tuesday. Um, you know, some of the players that won't be included from City's behalf if it comes to a bid, some of the players that will be. We just don't, we just don't know, and it's like all this speculation. Um, I mean, I suppose we probably better get onto the kind of hypothetical: how would he fit in at City? Questions because I really, I mean, I know it's my job, I know I am a journalist, but I really don't kind of like add into the. The noise at the moment, all the little uh, Messi is going to fly here, and, and we fly could. There go, and the thing is, we can stuff. go
0: around in circles on that. All yeah, day exactly. And, uh, me and uh, you could
1: decide. Like we, we could come up to the end of the conversation and say, "Oh, actually, yeah, he's going to leave, or he's going to stay." Yeah. it doesn't make any difference. Like, it does that doesn't affect whether he's going to sign for City or not? People are listening to this for me to say what's going to happen, but this is the thing. And like, even City, you could probably have cheeky sign on this, and even if you give him the truth serum, he wouldn't be able to tell you. So. So, let's, yeah, let's, let, let's,
0: let, let, let's go straight into the land of the hypothetical then in that case, because uh, we talked we talked at the end of last season about how City didn't score enough goals despite scoring so many goals. They didn't keep enough clean sheets despite yeah. keeping so many clean sheets. What problems does Messi solve if he arrives at the Etihad? Uh,
1: uh, well, those. <laughs> um but like, so one of the one of the questions in the mailbag, and like there were a few. Like, does this make sense? And what about some of these players might be upset? And where does so and so fit in? Or where does Messi fit in? Um, but yeah, one of them was um, the, the the pressing element, and I was like, look, that I mean, there's definitely an issue, right? I remember, I can't remember if it was this year, even it was probably last year. I remember, I think it was Alex Scott on goals on Sunday. He said, you know, she was, I don't think Pep would have Messi at city anymore because he doesn't press like he used to he doesn't win the ball back like he used to and like there was a lot of like media reports like ha ha what's she on about kind of thing and i was like it, it, it makes a, a bit of sense um especially because at the time i think city were like a big still machine still i think since then they haven't been um but even so like so i do i do admit there's an element of like okay well he won't press but I suppose the best way to kind of cut through all this and not waffle is if we kind of say the season was boiled down to one game and it was Leon. So which is a bit unfair because City generally played well over the season. They generally didn't play well against Leon. Um but so they didn't play well. And let's say like the, the pressing wasn't there, like whether that was Pep's orders or whatever, the pressing hasn't been there all season, it wasn't there against Leon. They didn't defend particularly well. they didn't create too many chances, but if they're taking those chances the Jesus won at one all and the Sterling Still won, won at two one yeah at two one um even some of the little half chances in the first half you know where the crosses got pulled back and you know just just missed out or Rodri swept it straight at the keeper or whatever like so despite not playing that well worse than probably worse than they did in most of their defeats this season if if they score those goals they're gonna win so I'm thinking okay if city had bought a well, they might still get Koulibaly anyway. But let's say City's business this summer had been the two they've got already: Koulibaly, a left back, um, and like La- Martinez, for example, because he gets himself about and he can score goals and he can press and it looks like Aguero and all this. So you'd think, okay, they're a stable team now, um, and that should improve them. They you know they should be favourites for the Premier League. They could win the Champions League. They're a stable team that should press better. They should concede fewer counter attacks. Um, they even if they do concede counter attacks, they should be better to stand up against them. But if you put Messi into that, okay, they still suffer a few counter attacks, but he's just going to bang in goals. And I know this is like a 50 year old <laughs> playing FIFA, but like, even if we're having like a conservative estimate, if Messi did sign for City, how many goals are we going to say he's scoring? Like, I put in the mailbag the other day, and I've come down a bit. Um, so I put in the mailbag 60. Like, let's say you get 60. I mean, <laughs> I, mean, but, uh, but, I mean, I've come down a bit now. So I was thinking over like, the last few days, I was actually thinking 50.
0: Sorry, I'm giddy. Of, I'm just giddy at those numbers. I, know, That's
1: still, <laughs> I mean, for, for the purposes of this podcast, let's just say 30. Okay. Yeah. So 30 at least, because it's messy.
0: But it's like, so. If one of them, if two of them happen at Southampton, they win the game. If one of them happens in the FA Cup against Arsenal, uh, you know, at nil-nil, when they're battering Arsenal, yeah. well, it's yeah, a different so, game. Yeah. But
1: then, we're like, but we're talking about the clear-cut chances as well. But how many is he just going to put in in the bottom corner from outside the box? Like, loads. Or like, how many people are going to be attracted to him when City are parking the bus? So, like, look, I mean, Look, I'm not so I'm not like rowing back or doing a 180 because I've talked about the pressing being a problem. I know it's a problem. But if you've got somebody who's that good that can solve. problems. Look, if City didn't sign anybody and they went into next season and we just know for whatever reason, a hypothetical example, we know they're not going to be a good pressing team next year. You'd be like, okay, that's a concern. But if you put in somebody who just scores a ridiculous amount of goals and makes a ridiculous amount of assists and like assists out of nothing and say, when teams are part of the bus and so when pressing doesn't matter too much anyway, not as much as it does in kind of other games like against top six teams, they're going to get attracted to him and he'll wriggle out of it and he'll play somebody else in. And look, maybe Sterling will miss or Jesus will miss. But he'll probably do it like three or four times a game. And there'll just be so many opportunities. Or obviously, he'll just wriggle out of it and have a shot himself. Or just, it's just like, okay, he's not going to press. And I know like, I suppose we're used now to, to seeing City and maybe football generally as the most solid team. And obviously, that's been backed up by Bayern Munich winning the Champions League. But we always know it's not always the most solid team that does win the Champions League. You kind of need to. You could be geared towards winning knockout ties, or you can have like moments players, or whatever. There are different ways of of winning. And obviously, it probably would be the best to be able to say, "Look, they create three point two goals xG every game. They concede zero point one every game. They're really good." But if City just scores a hat trick in like ten games, which obviously isn't going to happen, and City concede a couple of goals, like. Okay it's not perfect football is it but does it matter like I, I could the, the genuinely thing, see City winning the league I mean but the, the thing for me with all, a... with
0: all of this is like it's it football isn't mechanical like that
1: football is fun football is supposed yeah, exactly. to be fun exactly exactly like that's what i mean so and, and where did the xg get city last season second and out in the fa cup semi finals and, and out of the champions league in a way that had everybody saying it was a terrible season do you know what i mean so like you can be you can be that team that's they are good we know they are good but ultimately where where did he get them it didn't get them anywhere last season so just I, like, it's it's messy as well it's not even like <laughs> it's just mad like, I can't I genuinely can't believe some of the conversations that are being had and I'm just talking about the mailbag like, ah, like, but, he's, like th-
0: but he's 33 and you know it's it's, it's a lot for a, a man of that age sort of thing you know that that, that conversation like if it's two years of messy, it's two years of messy. that's that's you know, he's not in his prime. We know he's not in his prime, but he's still so
1: damn good. Nobody's saying, nobody's saying Messi's not good. Like, like it's only, you know what it reminds me of? Actually, it was the day after City beat Real Madrid, and there was a bit on Twitter of, "Well, whoever wins the Champions League this year, it's not going to be, it's not going to be the same." You know, it's going to be like <laughs> an next to it, and I, I never heard any of that again. Genuinely, since um, since City lost to Leon, and it's a bit like that. It's like it's like that Alan Partridge thing, but the other way around is like, can I just shock you? I don't like Lionel Messi. Like The amount of people who it turns out don't like Messi now or don't think Messi's actually that good because he's going to City. <laughs> it's quite humorous. I mean, yeah, fine, he's 33 years old. But I, I actually remember, I was thinking last night, I remember a few years, and this must have been like years ago, like five or six years ago. I remember, obviously, so five or six years ago, Man United weren't up to much. And I remember they were linked with Ronaldo. And there was articles like, oh yeah, it wouldn't make sense to get Ronaldo. And you think about the goals he has scored in the last four or five years. Obviously he would have been like probably late 20s early 30s then. But Messi's Messi. Like and he's not 37. Yeah. He's not he's not coming here for a jolly like he's still ridiculous. And like yeah, obviously in that Bayern game it was a shambles, wasn't it? And like you just walked around and he was in a bad mood and it's probably not a great example. And if it had been Ronaldo there'd have probably been a lot more said about it. Fine. But just like just look at the rest of his season and in that team like that Barca team if you take him out of it would have got nowhere near the title. Like he's just he's just like he's just amazing. So okay, he might not in, um he might not improve the pressing as was suggested in in the Mailbag. Um and like, I suppose look on on the other side of it as well there might be some players you think well I can't get in the team now.
0: Thanks to our good pals at beer52.com, you've got the opportunity to sip eight delicious, painstakingly sourced craft beers from around the world. All you need to do is go to beer52.com forward slash athletic and pay the postage of £4.95. And if that wasn't enough as a listener of our show, you can get two extra free beers. So that's 10 free beers. Beer52 are beer pioneers. They travel the globe to find the best and most interesting beer from the very best craft breweries. They're now the world's most popular craft beer discovery club. The beauty of Beer 52 is that you can leave at any time. The power is in your hands and they deliver your beers straight to your front door. You don't even need to leave the house. Your case will also include the award-winning craft beer magazine Ferment and a beery snack is thrown in too. Just go to beer52.com forward slash athletic to get your free case and don't forget right now listeners to Why Always Us get two extra free beers. I'm interested what effect it has on the dressing room, because when I, when I think of City's squad, certainly under, under um, Guardiola, less so under Pellegrini and Mancini since the takeover. I, I don't think of players that are, in effect, undroppable. I think like, when Aguero has been fit with Mancini and with Pellegrini, he was always in the team. Guardiola's not afraid to leave him out. You know, De Bruyne, even though he is the best player in the squad, gets rested from time to time there's there's nobody that Guardiola fears dropping sort of thing. But you kind of feel if Messi was in the squad, if
1: he's fit, he probably plays, does he? Um, Well, I mean, to be fair, I disagree on it. De Bruyne. I think when he's rested, that's like Project Restart, isn't it? Like, that was because they wanted to keep him for the big games. I don't think he's... I would have actually said there is there are a couple of undroppable players for Pep. And I think, like, forwards-wise just because everyone's always asking me for like FPL, like who's going to play? I'd say the only one I could definitely tell he was going to play is De Bruyne. But obviously then you've got Laporte as well, I would say. And obviously Edison, they're the three. Um, and then I'll probably, Sterling and Aguero, probably just a level below that. They'll probably play, I don't know, 85% of the games. Yeah. But you can never be quite sure. You can never be quite sure. So Messi just um, kind
0: of goes into that, that top bracket then, I guess.
1: Oh God, yeah, like above them. Like so, he's,
0: so he's first name on the team sheet every time?
1: course he is like (laughs) for the same logic that you know when other people have said i'm not sure about this i'm not sure about that it's it's just messy like you say about it being fun i I mean like i can understand if other people uh, um support other clubs or just other reporters or whatever are are thinking like a a bit more objectively about it maybe um or like obviously the finances which we might get into um but but uh, the short of it is who knows how they're going to make it work but they will um but like from city fans point of view i can't imagine any city fan that would think i'm not sure about this i mean when it was maybe this was part of the cynicism early on but i saw a couple of tweets on like wednesday morning people saying like as long as we get another left back or centre back i'm fine so what are you on about <laughs> <laughs> what are you on about like, obviously look they probably should try and get Koulibaly as well i think they will like just for like the overall solidarity of the team but it's like solidity of the team just why? Why would you not want like this? Is what I mean. Like from like a fun point of view, from like a this is my team. They've got Lionel Messi point of view. Like, do you not want to put a city. Like, I refuse to believe there are any city fans who don't want to live in that world. Like, it's just, it just, um, it would be amazing. It would just be absolutely amazing. Like, uh, this is this is obviously for me. from my point of view, I'd be lucky enough to to get to watch him and and work alongside him for however many years i mean even if it was for hypothetically one year like it's surely everybody wants to see that and i refuse to believe that neutrals don't want to see it either
0: it's it's funny that um it's certainly from the neutrals point of view like you mentioned it like the 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 the, it's almost like there's been a rush to hot takes about how i I guess it just kind of goes to show that city aren't a fashionable club really in, in 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 the grand scheme of things um I want to I want to I do want to touch on the on the the, the fo- kind of forwards positioning sort of thing because where do where do you think Messi would kind of slot in? Let's again assume City have signed him. You know, you want to get De Bruyne in there, you want to get Aguero in there. Messi's obviously in behind them in, in in some shape. Who else kind of fits into that attacking spearhead of City's side?
1: Well, I mean this is this is one of the things as well. Like like I say overall I'm saying None of the potential downsides or the what about this and what about that, none of that matters ultimately because in my view, it, it is all worth it to get Messi for a couple of years. But it's like one of the interesting things is um, where does De Bruyne, you know, what, what would you do with De Bruyne? Just because they play in very similar areas, obviously in different ways, but basically that kind of right-sided number eight position, obviously you wouldn't say that was Messi's exact role, but they are the zones he works in. And like, it would be interesting to see how, how they fit in. But, I mean, i I just guessing, to be honest, because obviously it's not really fixed. And although De Bruyne does a lot of his work there, you know, we talked about him, you know, starting out right back to get into those positions and different ways of getting into those areas. And obviously he can go out to the right and he puts his balls in from the right wing. I remember games in the restart, he was popping up on the left. Um so I mean I don't know what they would do, but I would like Pep will work on a way to get them both into the same team, and I would imagine it would involve one of them being on the right wing at sometimes, and and the other one being the right side in number eight, and they just keep swapping. Which well, can let, you let imagine me, trying let, to keep track of that? My, God. I,
0: I was going to say, well, let me just put it the other way. Like when when Guardiola first arrived at City, I was worried about how he was going to get both De Bruyne and David Silva in the team, and then he just he found <laughs> a way to have two number tens, and it just worked.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Like I don't know if he's going to invent something new, but. It might just be one of those where we're like, well, we we can't say what formation it is, but this is how it works. Like, and he might have to invent something. He might well. He might have spent the summer coming up with it. He might have spent the last well fortnight anyway. Because I do think it had obviously accelerated since Barca went out of the Champions League in that in those circumstances. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he's yeah, just dedicated all his time or most of his time to thinking how am I going to do it. But I, I would imagine that that's that's what he'd do. You know, though both of, both of them in those areas. Um, and obviously, you know, Aguero would wander over to combine with them. And, um, uh, I don't know. I guess Walker would be around. Just they talk about the precedent and stuff. Walker would have to be around just for the speed. He would, I don't think he'd be able to commit himself too far up the pitch because you would, probably would need him to hang back a bit. But just that, I like, imagine one of the players, because the thing we were talking about Messi attracting players in earlier. Like, but you people do that with De Bruyne. Like they get sucked into De Bruyne because if you leave him with an, an inch of space, he's going to put that ball into the box and Aguero is going to make that run. And obviously it was David Silva as well, but they, I don't know, Foden will have to make that run. Sterling will have to make that run. But like, if you, if you go, it, yeah, I, look, the more I'm talking, the more I'm convinced <laughs> that Guardiola is going to have them within about five yards of each other. Because if you, Honestly, if you get shit, Messi's got the ball. We better close him down, and then you rush to him, and he gives it to De Bruyne, and he puts it to the back post. You're knackered, and then if but if you <laughs> try and stop De Bruyne, I mean, I can't think of the most defensively solid team in the world would be able to to stop that for any. Look, like I'm I'm thinking back to the Inter, the Mad Inter game against um, Barcelona in 2010. You know, for an example of that. But yeah. I mean, if you're talking about not teams not um, not giving up chances against City this year, and City looking blunt in a lot of games. They they're not they're, they can't look blunt with those two in the team they just can't and then yeah like because Messi's got that ball to Jordi Albert that he always finds obviously when he's kind of it's the opposite trajectory to the to the De Bruyne one obviously De Bruyne is curls away from the goal and Messi's sets off outwards but curls in and Albert comes on the overlap and I mean look he probably works on the left back now or you know whenever I was, I was saying apparently City haven't decided what they're going to do with the left back. It depends on what happens in the Champions League. Well, could they, do you not, could think, they, do you not could they, think it turns out they were talking about what happens with Barcelona in the Champions
0: League? It could be. The thing is, could you could you whack Messi at left back, give him a free roll and let him roam the pitch? Because nobody's going to let him go, are they? Uh, no,
1: they're not. Um, no, they're not. Uh, yeah. Imagine somebody like, oh, yeah, they put they put Tarek Lamptey on him to push him back. Like, <laughs> it's just not going to happen, is it? Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, the, th- I was, the other thing is as well. Like, look, everybody everybody knows City need a left back, um, and it's like, look, the 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 cows have come home now. The chickens are roosted, and all of that. City need a left back. They can't go into another season and think, oh, okay, well, we'll be all right with Zinchenko and you know, Cancelo can play there, and you know, if Mendy's they can't M- Mendy'll
0: that. be fifty percent of the time, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: ex- exactly. But it's like they can't do that. But if we're talking in 12 months' time and City haven't won the league or the Champions League and they've got Messi, I should say, and even Koulibaly, or even if not, like, I don't think anybody's going to be talking about left-back. Like, <laughs> it, 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 like It doesn't matter. Like, even like, they, they're okay, teams might counter-attack City more often. Left-back might be a problem again. But honestly, like, unless Messi just comes and stinks the place out, it, it's just, it's just not going to matter. It's just not going to matter. But what I was saying about that left-back run, just, just teach Foden if he's starting on the left of midfield or on the left wing or Sterling, whoever it is. Messi's going to play this pass. And it's not even a new pass because particularly in the first couple of pep seasons, I'm sure you'll remember Fernandinho would play that ball over the from kind of a a central or maybe slightly right sided central position. He'd clip it over to like David Silver in behind the defence. And silver would like, square it back across gold, and like, Aguero would tap it in or whatever. So they're not, they're not alien to that ball anyway. Like, they, they would be ready for that ball. So like you'd be worried about De Bruyne passing it one way and Messi passing it the other Like It would be absolutely outrageous. And just having this conversation now just reinforces to me, like why would anyone think it's not worth it from a certain point <laughs> of view? It's just incredible.
0: Would Aguero give up the number 10 for him during?
1: <sighs> Aguero would give up his house. Like, like, of course he would. Like, I, I, he was obviously like when he did that thing the other day when he took it out of his his boy, I think he knew exactly what he was doing. I don't. Um, I, th-
0: I think that's been. A, I think then that's been. I don't know what he did that ages ago though, didn't
1: he? Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, because I saw, I saw like Messi was following City on Instagram and everyone was like, I was just. I was like, I, I presume that was from a while ago. Um, but I mean, what I was going to say was, even if it was from a while ago, oh sorry, even if it, even if it was new this week, that's just Aguero, isn't it? Like he's he's just a piss taker any like like, everybody knows that by now so like if he can have a bit of fun obviously he can't like i know people who know him obviously not like his closest closest friends but people who know him and they're like oh he's just replying with like emojis and stuff you know what i mean he's just he's just messing around at the minute but i mean he'll know obviously it's no this is this is almost this is also why i didn't want to do a podcast like tuesday or wednesday because i was like "Well, well we'll see if it's a game or not but also this is why I've kind of always said, look, it's not going to happen because you don't want to do a podcast on Messi joining City and talk like this unless you know, no, 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 100% definite that you know City are going for it and it is a possibility. And we know that now, and obviously Aguero knows that, and everybody else knows it. So yeah, would he give up the number 10? Yeah, cool. like it, Aguero would do almost anything to to get Messi to City because Aguero loves Aguero loves it. Like that's not even a surprise. Like that's not breaking news. He's been here like, nearly 10 years now. Like he love he loves it, and I, I think he'll. I think he might even stay longer, even if Messi wasn't coming. But Messi would, uh, Aguero would, you know, it'd it put all those plans about going and playing in America and then Independiente afterwards or whatever on hold if he could play for two or three years um, with Messi and if City would have him. Like, yeah, of course he would. Like the number ten would be the 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 first thing he'd give up.
0: And what other club could could boast the trajectory of uh, of its number ten shirt as uh, you know Fitzroy Simpson, Gary Flickcroft, Sean Gota, Sibierski, Bianchi, Rubinho, Jako, Aguero, Messi. That's like that. That trajectory is incredible. I, I just can't. I can't get over how it would sound.
1: I've just had a. If I was like an illustrator, do you know that, like Homo Sapien like, evolution yeah. <laughs> thing? it's like that, isn't it? It's like ape to man kind of, kind of oh. evolution of the. I know that's very harsh. Like in terms of like, but I, but that is it, isn't it? In terms of the names, if you talk about the development of the club, then then like that is too perfect. Like obviously, it misses out a load of like rough edges or whatever. But like that kind of profile of, of player, like Sibierski being in there. Like obviously, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be like a, a straight evolution either. If you are in from like you know Goethe to to Sibieski, that wouldn't be fair. But in terms of like ending with Messi at the end of it, then from, from that at the start is yeah, it, it just
0: it just extrapolates outwards. Uh, the, the, the 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 one thing the one thing I will say for Sibierski, I'm not going to hear a bad word said about him because he's hmm. the only player I've ever seen hit the bar with the same header twice. So uh, so bar,
1: that's, did it did it, it hit the bar went straight up, up into in the, the, the air
0: and then hit the, hit the bar again on its way, way on its way behind I just want to touch on uh, the release clause uh, stuff with Messi, uh, Sam, because there's been there's been all sorts of talk about whether you know there is a release clause that, that he can move for free. If not, if City would have to negotiate with Barcelona, if it would have to be the, the release of €700 million. Uh, Euros. Uh, here's Adam Crafton, again, speaking to Ed Malian on the Ornstein and Chapman podcast about it.
3: I think the legal argument will hinge upon, you know if there is a precise date in the contract, saying, you know, this specific date in May where it must be triggered, that, that is what Barcelona will argue. Clearly, if it only says the end of the season, then that leaves it far more open to interpretation and Lionel Messi can say, well, the season would ordinarily end in May, but in this occasion, it's actually ended in the middle of August. Therefore, in the same way as I would have triggered this clause after a couple of weeks after the season ended in May, I'm going to do the same in August. Now, it may still be that there is that specific date in the contract and Messi's arguing that There's been extenuating circumstances, there's been a global pandemic. The circumstances have clearly changed and I'm entitled to invoke this clause under those circumstances.
0: Between Messi's belief that he could leave for free and Barcelona's belief that he could only leave for 700 million euro release clause, that there might be some way that Barcelona would negotiate his transfer, do we think?
3: Yeah, because I think that the problem that a buying club would now have is that, okay, so Lionel Messi can say, I'm invoking this clause and he, and he can leave. And I don't think FIFA would intervene at that point because the challenge would come subsequently once a transfer has taken place and he's left Barcelona and joined a different club. So a different club would then face the issue that if they and Messi were taken to court then they could potentially be liable for this 700 million euro release clause. Now, there is no club, however talented their bean counters might be, that can get around financial fair play up to 700 million euros uh, in one summer for one player. So that is clearly going to be the fear that's stalking the mind of any executives currently looking into this deal now if messi's true to his word in in wanting to leave barcelona then then the best scenario here for him and a buying club is that he can come to some agreement with barcelona
1: do you see that happening at all sam yeah because that's kind of what i was saying earlier i suppose i'm glad we kind of did that just just as we come on air kind of catch up with the situation because by the time people are listening to this um, we might have moved on dramatically, even from from that very good analysis there. And um, so, to kind of recap on the latest on on Sunday, which again is probably going to be common knowledge by Monday or Tuesday, whenever people listen to this, um, it's it's now got to the stage where this seven hundred million release clause is it's claimed is not in play at all. So the latest, just to be brief, is a couple of Spanish radio stations, I believe, on obviously Saturday night and now Sunday night, um, either side of La Liga saying the £700 million clause carries on until the end of Messi's contract next summer. Um, The radio stations are saying that we've actually seen this clause. Um, There is no release clause in his final year. So like moving on from the ins and outs of can he leave for free, which may be a route they want to go down, um, but I don't think I don't think Messi is going to push it, but I think I'm putting two and two together here, um, speculating slightly, but I think we know Messi is certain. Uh, I, you know, I know from what I've heard that Messi
0: is he, certain. He, wa- he wants to he, leave.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. that's. I mean, that's without question, Yeah, I think. Um, I think he'll, he'll, he's also certain that his contract means that he can leave. Um. And that again, that's been well reported as well as you know what I've heard. So that's fine. That's out there. People know that. Um, and the other side of it is obviously City's position. They're in a they're in the kind of we need to wait and see if he can leave kind of thing. And I now think to answer your question in a very roundabout way, it is looking very possible that they can negotiate the two clubs because if there is no buyout clause this year. And Messi does want to go. I know Barca is still saying they don't want him to go. Um, it does look like it's certainly possible that there will be a negotiation for, for much below that 700 because, yeah, apparently that 700 doesn't even exist anymore. Um, but like, like, this is what I was saying at the start. It's a nightmare because there's so many ups and downs and ins and outs and c- claims and counterclaims. And to stay on top of it every hour is... Sadly, or for me, impossible. Um, well, here's a. Here, I don't here, know where it's going two, to go next.
0: Well, here, here's two questions to finish on. Then, in that case, because first off, um, like you know, neck on the line. Does Does Messi play for City next season?
1: I'm not answering that. I'm not putting my neck on the line. <laughs> <laughs> There's Fair no enough. way. There's no way because uh, I don't know. Like, it's, like I think. Monday or Tuesday last week, somebody DM'd me and said, what are the chances of Messi? And like, because like I said, I heard a couple of rumblings. I was like, 15%. You know, there's, there's, you know, the city, they're there, they're, they're working on something, I think, but 15%. And then like Friday night, no, sorry, Tuesday night when it all came out, I was like, look, I'm still, I'm cynical. So, he asked me again. I was like, thirty-five percent. Now we know that, or now you know, Messi said he wants to leave. And then by the next day, I think I got to about fifty, and I've been stuck on fifty percent ever since. I'm because- on.
0: I, I, I'm, I'm on about honestly. I'm on about ninety-five percent. Choo choo, the train's on its way to Piccadilly. That's where I'm
1: at. <laughs> <laughs> Fair play to you. Like, and I hope, I hope other people are as well. I hope other people can enjoy it. Um But yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm just been on fifty for the whole for the whole week basically now because um we just it just. Like I say, I just, like I said on Tuesday, and it's still true now. Like, City are there; they're ready to do it. I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know how they're going to pay for it. I don't know how they're going to fund it. I don't even know if they're going to get him on the free or if they're going to pay 150 million or 100 million. If they're going to include players, obviously I'm working on that. Um, but from the original position on Tuesday night, to be able to say, "Look, this is what's happening," to now, nothing has changed in my mind. In the sense that if he's leaving, he's going to City, but it's all about that if. And is he le- like? If if La Liga and Barca are saying there's a there's a clause in the contract, and like journalists are saying we've seen it, and there is no clause, then like what a mess. Um, But I mean, maybe I'd not not to like get people's hopes up because this is why I haven't kind of commented too much on it on Twitter because I don't want to add to the the constant noise that's already out there, and I'd I'd never want to be accused of leading people one way or the other. And if I'm being honest, yeah. yeah, But also, if I'm being honest, I've kind of learned that lesson from the whole um ffp scenario and the whole legal advice like look i'd run that i got two um opinions on it in the article and I ran it by two two others off the record to say look does this sound all right so I, it wasn't like duff information well it wasn't bad sources but obviously the way i'd kind of listened to that was the it's not going to go well for city so it's like i don't want to i don't want to lead people too far in one direction you know with with opinion and stuff um so that's why I've kind of not entered into it too much. But what I suppose what I would kind of revert people back to is that Dermot, well, the the clip you played and the article I talked about, um, which is out, which was out on Saturday, people want to check it out about Bartomeu and just that theory in Barcelona, that just to provide like the alternative side of things. If you're thinking they're never going to sell him, just to provide the alternative side of things, the theory that Bartomeu does actually want to sell him, and all this is just a bit of bluster. Um, and you can go and read Dermot's piece and find out the reasons for that and how Bartomeu works and and basically why he's so disliked. Not just by Messi, but like Xavi and Iniesta, Poyol. You know, he looked after them when they left. They got that golden handshake, but they still dislike him. So it's it's mad. Like this is the kind of the, the politics that play. Exactly. Really. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, I, like I say, I suppose if you, if you want further reading on it, I, I would go to that. But just unfortunately, and. I, I hate to be in this position of not having the answers, but unfortunately, we just don't know what um what's gonna decide. And that's why I'm just not gonna put my my neck on the line. But what I will say, I suppose, is uh, in fact I I replied to somebody on Twitter on Sunday morning and it was from Jack Gordon the other day. I think I think he used the phrase cautiously confident, and I'm sticking with that. Yeah. Sitting cautiously confident, they're thinking we can get we can get this done, but don't get carried away.
0: In that case, um I, I'd again forgive me if I am getting carried away on this one, but if City are cautiously confident and it comes off, does that talk Guardiola into extending his contract?
1: Yes. I'm I'm am fi- fine with that one. I'm fine with that one. Um because like I said, I've always said with Guardiola, it's not about the cast verdict, it's not about either winning or going out of the Champions League. And you know, this is either talking about would he leave because of this or would he stay because of that. I've always said I think it's because he will um, he will decide next season if he's got the team to play for him. If if he's got the team in terms of quality that he thinks he can take forward, and if he's got the team in terms of motivation that are still listening to his orders, he. I I always said that would be the biggest factor in him staying. And I could be wrong. I'm not saying this. I'm not saying he's definitely going to stay. But if you're asking my opinion on this one, if Messi comes, then I think he would be mad to go. And I've, I've said that anyway, because like, he's at City and he, and ev- everything's geared towards it. He's never going to have as good as, a gig as this in terms of the support he gets. Um, but if you add Messi on top of that, he'd be mad to go. And in my opinion, if Messi were to come, then Guardiola would sign another contract, in my humble opinion.
0: Well, uh, that's a good note to end it on, I think, Sam. That's it for this week's Why Always Us. You've been listening to Sam late.
1: Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm, what will next week' podcast look like? What could it possibly look like? It Could be it, anything, couldn't it?
0: I honestly, I have, I've got the champagne on ice already.
1: <laughs> well, it's on you then. If we're if we if we're doing another if we're doing another post Leon, actually, all the signs yeah. were there, kind of thing. Look, yeah, look, how, I, could it, how did we miss them? That, that, I like yeah. to say, look, I am, I'm genuinely, 50 fifty I genuinely am fifty fifty. I might not. I mean, the only thing that would surprise me now at this point, even though I've kind of dropped that cynicism. The only thing that would surprise me at this point is if it comes to next week and Messi's not just not being sold, but has signed a new contract, that would actually surprise me. So if we're coming back next week and saying, look, we're all mugs, City were fooled, because they're definitely into him, obviously. We were fooled. Like, then, okay, let's talk about how we're all idiots. But hopefully we we'll are having another one next week going, what time are we going to the unveiling?
0: Yeah. Choo-choo. Train arriving at platform <laughs> one at Piccadilly. There we go. All, yeah, all coming listen, in.
1: There. Listen responsibly. <laughs> oh, I uh, try and talk responsibly as much as possible.
0: Lovely stuff. Uh, I'm David Mooney as well. Don't forget you can sign up to The Athletic and keep up to date with all of the ongoings with the Messi saga with a 30 day free trial. Just use the code MANCITYPOD.